today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. A very troubling story on CHML News today, of course, about the family of a man who was violently beaten in his sleep at a nursing home, St. Joseph's Villa in Dundas. And uh, it's uh, not the first time something like this has happened, sadly. We've heard about this before. Uh, you may have seen the pictures. I think we've posted them online on our CHML website, 900CHML.com. Uh, James Acker is his name. Uh, he's 85 years old. He was taken by ambulance to General Hospital on Saturday after a male resident with Alzheimer's went into his room at the St. Joseph's Villa Nursing Home around 2 o'clock and attacked him. Uh, Acker suffered head trauma, has bleeding on the brain, black eyes, fat lip, swollen, wounded, and bloody face, and uh, has deteriorated significantly after the beating. Now, no charges will be laid uh, because the alleged perpetrator, of course, is uh, dealing with Alzheimer's. And this is not the first time something like this has happened. Uh, there are variations on this theme happening an awful lot more than we even hear about. Joining us to talk about this is Wanda Morris. Wanda is the Vice President of Advocacy and the uh, COO of CARP. That's the Canadian Association of Retired Persons. Wanda, thank you so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I, I wish I could say this was an isolated incident, but you've heard far too many of these stories, haven't you? Uh, you know, we really have. And, and what a tragedy. I mean, these are individuals' homes. They are, are frail, elderly, needing care, and, and to be subject to, to physical and, in some cases, sexual assault in their own homes is, is really horrific. Well, and it, it just brought back memories. I mean, we had a discussion, this was three or four years ago, I guess, about McCassel Lodge up on the mountain, which is one of the facilities, long-term care facilities run by the city, uh, where there were some sexual assaults. I think there was actually a series of sexual assaults. Uh, what's going on? How is this being allowed to happen? You know, it's really concerning. There, It's not that we're not aware of the issues. There was an Auditor General's report in 2015 that showed uh, systemic uh, ongoing problems. They're, they're finding issues, they're reporting them, and nothing is being done. Um, I, I think it, it points to a couple of larger problems. One is, you know, an acute shortage of long-term care beds. So there's a reluctance to, to close down facilities that are just not uh, complying with standards. Uh, the other is we've really seen a, a change over the years in the residents of long-term care facilities. Now um, 80 to 90 percent of the residents will have uh, either dementia or some type of cognitive impairment. And the staffing levels that, were, you know, that are being funded, the plans that are in place just don't uh, give the care facilities the resources to deal with that reality. Well, let's talk about that. You just mentioned uh, that, because uh, I know the, the federal ministry, or the I'm sorry, provincial ministry uh, of uh, health and long-term care says they're investigating this particular incident. Uh, there are standards that are in place. Maybe we should spend a few minutes talking about those. In other words, what are these facilities supposed to do? What what what's what's the 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 bar set at here? You know, well, we've talked to a few different people, and it sounds like in this case there were a number of you know specific things that should have been done that weren't. You know, we heard that uh, there was two personal support workers that saw this man with a you know a history of aggression walk into the room uh, of of the man who was beaten and come out again, and yet they they didn't detain him, they didn't call for help, uh, they didn't even after he left to go into the room to check that the resident was okay. So there seems to have been um, a number of, of breaches here. In this particular incident, uh, which begs the question, why, if, if this individual was known to have at, at times have that kind of behavior, you know, why was he allowed to wander in the halls? I don't understand that either. 
Well, and wandering is a pretty common phenomena among people with dementia, and, and typically the facility is actually set up, you know, in an ideal case, kind of a circular hallway, so somebody can just walk around and that can dissipate some agitation. That's not a bad thing. But if this person, you know, had this, this history of, of aggression, you know, why was he in a facility with, with others who, who are so vulnerable? And, and even just basic things, like wh- what about an uh, alarm on his bed? So that uh, when he got up, you know, the staff would be alerted and could intervene. But, you know, they were there. It wasn't like they weren't alerted. They just uh, left this poor, you know, it certainly appears that they left this man to just fend for himself with these dire consequences. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.